welcome to D-List of the Podcast. I'm Michael K. And I'm Allison. And this is our 13th episode, which is that, I don't know, that is that a milestone? Ooh, it's kind of spooky to me. Well, every episode of this podcast is scary and terrifying, so this one will make extra scary and terrifying. So I'll make sure to to make more jokes about my butthole. <laughs> it's a nightmare for listeners. It is a night. So I, I want to thank everyone that's listened and for subscribing on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and for rating us on iTunes. I want to thank you for that. And to the person who gave us one star, I want to say thanks a lot, Mom. <laughs> My mom did listen, yeah, but she's... I don't think she's going to anymore because I think the, you know, hearing me talking about taking a mushroom head dick might just be, that might be a little much. You know, it, it depends on the parent and perhaps that's just a bit too far. Oh, yeah, because if she was Kris Jenner, she would say, "What what's the line she does? You're doing a great job, sweetie. Is that what she says? You're doing great, sweetie. Kim, you're doing amazing, Your mom, if your mom was Kris Jenner, she'd be saying like, Release the tape of that, sweetie. Do you need help? I can help you with that. Exactly. No, she would. She would say, "Do a live show. <laughs> Do that at the at the podcast live show. Do you know? Take a mushroom head dick." She's like, "I've already booked you a venue. I'm so proud of you, Michael." Okay, so to everyone who's listening, not my mom included, because she's not listening to this. Uh, we'll start, and we'll start with Justin Thoreau. Justin Thoreau, he talked to the New York Times to promote Netflix's Maniacs, which I haven't... Maniac, not Maniacs, which I haven't seen yet. Have you? No, it looks like a lot of wig work, so I've got to prep Oh, I love wig work. Ooh, I'm not a fan of wig work. I love wig work, and I love, like, pink lighting. There's a lot of that, right? Yeah, it's very pink pink lighting and neon colors. And wigs. A lot of wardrobe. So he's in that. So he did his... This is... His first big interview since splitting with Jennifer Aniston in February of this year. I can't believe it was just February. It feels eons ago. But so he spent a couple of days with a reporter. And the whole thing is just so pretentious that Gwyneth Paltrow is probably telling him to calm down because it's just... Anyways. So we're going to go over a few bits. Okay. So, so the writer... This is something that the writer wrote. He, the writer wrote, Mr. Thoreau is an ironist by nature and his instincts tilt toward the meta, which I had to, right after I read that, I taped my eyeballs down because I knew they were just going to roll out of my head. Yeah, you need to save your eyes for better things. Or actually, they would have saved my, they would have saved me because then I wouldn't be able to read the rest. (laughs) Okay, so then another thing is he drinks... A double Tito's with soda and three limes. Never two or four. Always Only three. three. <laughs> Only three. I, I, I want to. I wish I could serve him a Tito's with soda so I can serve him like four. Probably throw it in the trash because I tainted it with too much lime. Or you just squeeze squeeze in two and you go. Sorry, no more limes. That's all you get, buddy. Okay, he hangs out with Alexander Skarsgård, which I'm jealous of him for that. And during the interview, he takes the reporter to a faux dive bar called The Flower Shop on the Lower East Side. It's basically a place for scenesters. It looks like Grandma's basement. It has wood paneling and stuff. There's no guest list. They have a one-in, one-out policy. But in the, you know, in the article, Justin, he 
they wave him in. He doesn't have to wait in line. That so part, he's like the emperor of hipsters. Yeah, that part reminded me so much of if Stefan was dyed his hair black. Stefan from SNL. Saturday Night Live, yeah. Yeah, dyed his hair black and rode a motorcycle. Because the way that that club is described, it's exactly Stefan. It's like him saying, New York's hottest club is Flower Shop, a faux dive bar in Eldridge Street. It's got everything. A damp basement, wood paneling, the threat of hepatitis, Alexander Skarsgård. Your grandma napping in the corner. <laughs> but Justin like Theroux New- shooting pool with a couple. Yeah, like when I read that, I was like, New York city is one step closer to making like a faux soup kitchen soup kitchen where hipsters they eat like gourmet spins on homeless shelter foods justin justin's probably coming up with that right now he's probably getting all the the uh licenses for that right now justin justin Theroux has probably already gone to something like that and he's oh, yeah, you're he's right. moved on to like um a new york city needle exchange a faux needle exchange or eating a restaurant where you eat sandwiches out of the trash can yeah. Okay. So Justin and the reporter then they go they go on an ironic tour of New York City. So they do touristy things like they take selfies at the Empire State Building and they went to the Statue of Liberty. And he, when he went to the Statue of Liberty, Justin joked that he felt strange looking at a woman through binoculars. Oh my Which God. she she's a statue. Yeah, it's it's not a real person, Justin. And oh, please, ironic. He wanted to go there so all these tourists could slobber over, you know, Drew Barrymore's hot Irish boyfriend from Charlie's Angels. That's why he wanted to go to those places. Yeah, he wanted Donna from the Midwest to scream and be like, oh, can I get a picture with you? Yeah. Okay. So he also says in the article that he never wears shorts. Now, this is a lie. We all know this is a lie because he famously wore black shorts in Cabo with Aniston. I have a f- picture and a file marked fapping material on my desktop to prove it, but he lies. I give I give him a, I give him like a, a the benefit of the doubt for that because I think what he means is he would never wear shorts in New York, but I believe that when you go to Cabo with Jennifer Aniston, she has a rule that at least 75% of your body has to get a suntan. So the shorts were mandated for him. Well, let me. What do you think about men in shorts? Because it's a controversial thing. I, you know what? I don't see. I have a bigger problem with men in sandals. Like I don't want to see anyone's weird feet ever. Then like, look men, at them. women, anyone. I want. I know, but I just. It, you know what? They shouldn't be presented to me if I go. So wait, in public, you don't like. You don't like seeing anybody in sandals. No, I don't like seeing women in sandals. Men. So going to the beach is like your nightmare. Yeah, pretty. You know what? Pretty much, <laughs> I can't. I can't think of a bigger nightmare than that. Maybe re- forgetting to file my taxes or something. But sandals right under that. No, I think it's fine. Guys in shorts is fine to me because I understand that you have a lot of stuff down there that can get sweaty, and when it's like <laughs> stuff down there, <laughs> stuff down there. That's 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 the <laughs> medical term, I believe. That, that one's for your mom. <laughs> She's like, I appreciate that. No, but when it's like a hundred and twenty degrees out, you need some ventilation, and I can accept that. Well, I live in Southern California, so I don't even know how to put pants on anymore. Like, all I wear is shorts. I'm like, what? Ooh, you know, shorts are, I, yeah. I, shorts to a funeral? Wonderful. Yeah. Cut off if you want, And if you want me to dress up, I'll wear a tuxedo speedo. If that's what you, <laughs> if you need some fashion, some formal fashion. Okay. So he also said that he, um, he pretended to be in a fake 
biker gang called Die Fast. He was one step away from saying that his motorcycle is his best friend, like unironically. And Die Fast is the name of what I wanted to do while reading the, that whole article. <laughs> that's, so, that's what the word processor wanted to do that was the doing word that. <laughs> the word processor on the computer was like, oh, can I just... Can I just short out now? They're like, oh, no, I guess I have to finish this. You know those fake Gucci shirts that Gucci made? I, I don't know that. I'm not a fashion person. Well, you should, Well, you look at pictures of Bella Hadid and shit, and they were wearing that. Anyways, he used to wear Justin Thoreau. Of course, he did it first. He wore actual fake Gucci t-shirts, ironically, but he stopped wearing them when Gucci started selling fake-looking Gucci t-shirts. So they Wait, basically are they the, copied are him. they the ones that said G-U-C-C-Y? Yeah, and then they, I think uh, it would look like someone wrote over them with a Sharpie. Okay, I know you what you're talking, talking about. about. I do yeah. know what you're talking about, yes. And they're like $900. They're like the price of a kidney. Yeah. So just FYI, Justin Thoreau did it first, of course. Yeah, and he, then when, he, when all the other people started doing it, when all the lamos and the normies started doing it, he took his shirt and let his dog take a crap on it and then burned it. Okay, now about Chinatown, he says, Chinatown in Manhattan, it is kind of like a great Britney Spears song where you put on your headphones and there's so much overproduced bubblegum, sweet poppy goo, but in a good way. There are these little robotic things clanking and then there's a big tub of turtles, the weird little lucky cats with their paws moving back and forth. It's like a dream sequence from that Japanese anime movie, Paprika. Oh, God. Is that not like the whitest thing you've ever heard? No, that is the most pretentious hipster thing I've ever heard. Oh, for sure. But it's also a little bit like, it's a little bit clueless white person to say, I love Chinatown. It reminds me of this Japanese movie I saw. It's like clueless white person on drugs and the wrong kind of drugs that make you sound like a pretentious asshole. With a wallet chain. So finally, about Aniston, he said that the um, split was heartbreaking, but they're still friends. He says, the good news is that was probably the most, I'm choosing my words really carefully, it was kind of the most gentle separation in that there was no animosity, in a weird way, just sort of navigating the inevitable perception of it is the exhausting part. These are actual. These are actually in reality small events that take place, but everything can feel like 10 on the Richter scale if you make the headline big enough and salacious enough. So he, yeah, so he said it was amicable, there's nothing dramatic and they respect each other and and he said um that because you know they traveled a lot and they were part often the split doesn't have that seismic shift of an ordinary couple where everything is like you have to tear a baby in half oh my god he's so extra like he's very extra it's yeah. just he acts like he it was the split between jennifer aniston and brad pitt like it's just jennifer aniston and justin through and he's acting like, oh, God, I'm just, like, so popular. Like, everybody cares so much about my breakup. But, you see, I think he got with Aniston because he thinks it's ironic for, like, an edgy hipster like him to marry a Hollywood star. But why did she get with him? We know why. We've seen him run in gray sweatpants. Yeah, like, he's hot. We're making fun of Justin. Well, he's hot like- and he has a, yeah. And when he runs in gray sweatpants, it looks like uh, four weasels doing the Macarena. He's, like, smuggling the cast of Friends down there. Yeah, I get it. I fully get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But you also have to listen to him talk. Yeah. And when you're in Cabo and you're trying to relax and you're just trying to get your drink on with, you know, Courtney Cox and over your shoulder, you hear someone being like, 
my god, these waves are like totally ironic. This is so stupid. Oh, it's so hot here. This is dumb. You just be like, okay, this is tequila this is, is over. so two thousand and one. It's like I made my own alcohol in the toilet. Isn't it like so crazy? Do you guys want to try it? It's like so weird. But let me let me ask you this. Yes. After reading all that, would you still hit it? Yep. Yep. Me too. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to um. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the most important question oh yeah i don't even have a good segue into this i'm like speaking of hitting it doesn't anyway i'm gonna talk about weight watchers (laughs) to do like a whole 180 of something totally different so would everybody sort of knows weight watchers you either know about weight watchers you know about jenny craig and jenny craig obviously had the better jingle but weight watchers is the more popular one um so after 65 years weight watchers won't actually be weight watchers anymore and it's not because the term watchers makes you th- makes it them sound like peeping toms with a uh, tummy obsession. So Weight Watchers is now just WW. Wonder Woman should sue their asses for yeah. that. Yeah, it's and it's hard to say. It's hard to say W it's like you feel like Barbara Walters when you say WW. Yeah. WW or like Woba. Like you can't you can't even shorten it to anything cute. W2, it doesn't, well, W2 is actually a Canadian TV show, but that's a whole other story. So WW CEO, formerly Weight Watchers CEO, Mindy Grossman, which no relation to Les Grossman from Tropic Thunder, I think. Oh, that's my segue because Justin Throw wrote Tropic Thunder. Anyway. There you go. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) So Mindy Grossman announced today the company was going to be dropping the word weight from their name. So instead of Weight Watchers, I guess you could... They could have just called it Watchers, but they're going with WW. And the tagline kind of describes what they do now, which is wellness that works. So again, Barbara Walters, WW wellness that works. Wellness that works. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) So they decided to go from uh, weight focus to wellness focus because um, Mindy Grossman says it's more sustainable for people, which I think we can all agree. Like we've all heard the thing that's like, diets don't work you have to make a lifestyle change right yeah, have you heard that were, yeah that's kind of what they were doing like when they brought in oprah yeah it was sort of like you can still eat bread but you have to not eat like six loaves of bread at dinner and they're basically not changing much they just wanted to drop the word weight you yeah know, and they're titled to stay relevant and they threw in wellness because they want to lure in like the gwyneth paltrow's on a budget yeah, so they're that, definitely doing that because they also announced that they're partnering with a mindfulness app called Headspace. Oh, I, I've used... First of all, Headspace is a great name for a glory hall. Yeah. Second of all, I've used it. And I, I subscribed too have to it. it. But I canceled it because I realized I can nap for free. I would fall asleep 20 seconds in. I just replaced Headspace with that ASMR video of Janet Jackson talking. That's all you That's need. all I needed. Yeah. So Weight Watchers, part of me, WW. See, I can, I'm not even used to it yet. Um, they're trying to put more Just stress on. Just call it Weight Watchers. Yeah. It's, it's you know, Watchers. it's like, you know, it's like your cousin Angela wanting to be called, you know, Angelina now. Yeah. Or it's like. your bitch. Yeah. Like you're still well, Angela. Yeah. Or when KFC is like, we're not Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore. It's like, bitch, you have fried chicken. We know what you're talking about. So they're going to put a stress on exercise and also all of their food related products um, won't have any artificial sweeteners, flavors, colors, or preservatives starting in January. So again, this is a wait. They a, did a before, yeah. So I don't know if you, I don't know if you've ever eaten Weight Watchers stuff. Why? Before. I know. Why would you? 
I haven't. One time I accidentally bought Weight Watchers candy from the drugstore and it was like chemicals on chemicals on chemicals. Like there, I was like, there's no way this is good for anyone. A robot would get sick from this. It's zero calories, but you're going to get cancer. Yeah. So they're trying to switch over to be healthier, which again, I mean, if you can buy stuff in like the freezer section, freezer Weight Watchers ice cream is still... It's not going to be healthy for you. even if But you don't have to eat their foods. You can eat your own and do that point stuff. You can, but I think that their thing is that they kind of push, like, you'll have more success if you... you yeah, know. they push it. But nobody... like I, I know some people who do Weight Watchers and none of them buy the food. They no. just do the points and go to the meetings because that helps. And that's the thing where you spend the money, right? Like, it's $3.99 a week to have, like, a subscription to Weight Watchers. But if you have a coach, it's... It starts at like twelve sixty nine a week. So people probably think, okay, if I just spend the money on like the coaching, I don't have to go out and buy the garbage food and I'll be set and I'll be fine. And so uh, WW yes. is yanking everyone's dick. But what I want to know is the question, the only question I want to know is does Oprah still love bread? This is the joy for me. I love bread. I love bread. I now just manage it. So... I don't deny myself bread. I have bread every day. I have bread every day. The, that's the only relevant question here. To that's be completely all we, honest. That should be their only tagline. Also, what does WW, Oprah, WW, Oprah still loves bread. What does Oprah think of the the word or the change to WW as well? Depends on how many zeros they added to her check. Yeah, her next commercial will be, she's still going to be talking about bread, but now it's got to be that it's preservative-free bread. Okay, so... On to The Bachelor, Vietnam. I don't have a segue for that either. We're just going to go into it. So during the rose ceremony on the Vietnamese version of The Bachelor, one of the ladies, Mean Tu, I'm probably going to pronounce these names wrong, so I apologize. I looked it up, and I'm still going to fuck it up. But Mean Tu told The Bachelor that she joined the show to find love and that she did find love, but not with his ass. Then she went up to one of the other contestants, another woman, hugged her, and Mean asked her to come home with her. The uh, the contestant she's in love with, True Nu, nodded yes and then told the bachelor that she wants to get to know him, but she can't accept the rose and doesn't want to stay. He tried to convince her, but she told him that he'll find someone who will take care of him, and she left, she left with Min. So that is a beautiful story, but... Yes. Um, Chuck eventually went back to the show and accepted the bachelor's rose after he had a heart to heart with her. So she dumped Mean and is now back on the show. That's so depressing. So do you do you think it was do you scripted? Think it was fa- yeah. Well, I don't know. Like part of me thinks it is scripted, but I still felt emotions, and it's the quality gay drama that I want. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if it is scripted, the women, the women like Chuck Nu and Mean Too, they deserve the Vietnamese equivalent of an Emmy for that acting because no. there was emotion there, subtle emotion. No, I be- I believed it. I went into it thinking, oh my god, they're totally gonna go get married. I I feel so much happiness for them. But then when I found out that Lady Number Two came back, I was like, oh, this is faker than that set they're on. By the way, that set looks like it took place in an Ikea. But I don't... <laughs> Go back and rewatch it. The window just has it. like a blue, a piece of blue paper in it to look for the sky. It honestly looks like they had an hour in an Ikea after closing. They're like, okay, just get in there and get it done. So you think 
it's fake. I, my I heart, mean, most my of reality TV believe, is fake. Yeah. It's, all, yeah, it's all fake. My heart wants to believe it's real, though, because I believe in love and I believe in televised dating shows. But if it wasn't scripted, I bet The Bachelor's going to kick her off next week just to <laughs> really bring the drama and really bring attention. I hope so. But I hope, I hope she goes all the way to the end and that he proposes to her. And then I hope Min crashes the proposal and then Chuck dumps the bachelor again and leaves his ass alone. Or he takes off a mask and it reveals that it's men. What drugs are you on, girl? <laughs> we're back. And in this segment, we're going to go over five stories semi-quickly, starting with Britney Spears. In case you don't think I'm, in case you don't know. What Britney the, would it be? Murphy. I mean, oh, that, could... would, that would be a sad story. So the blast says that Britney Spears people and K-Fed have finally come to an agreement about him getting more child support. K-Fed wanted a lot more because Brit, Brit's making more money and he wanted the Cheetolings, Sean Preston and Jaden to live in the same life of luxury they live in when they're with her. He was getting 20000 a month oh my and God. he wanted much as triple more. But Us Weekly says he accepted only $35,000 a month. I can't. Is there any way that I can go back in time and get birthed out of Britney Spears? Because that's $35,000 a month. Or knock her up. Yeah, I mean, if, if there was a way. There isn't really a way for me, but you you would have hit the lottery. The thing is, SPF is 13, Jaden is 12, 18 is coming up fast, which means the checks are going to stop. So KFED needs to find a way to doctor the birth certificates and pass them off as three-year-olds and just tell Brit, you know... Don't you remember you had these yesterday? Yeah. Literally. Popo's out. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I've K-Fed, I'm happy for K-Fed that he got the money because what's the point of, you know, being with somebody who's like a bazillionaire if you can't get when some you have to child work. support? Yeah. But he better spend that money on his kids. If I see K-Fed in a brand new gray tracksuit with a freshly shaven chin strap, I will be very, very disappointed in K-Fed. And what is he talking about luxury? Okay, luxury to Britney is Olive Garden. To me, actually, too. But what is he talking about? He needs to put them in the life of luxury that they're in when they live with Britney. Well, what's luxury to K-Fed, though? Carl's Jr.? Good point. So, Brangelina. Entertainment Tonight says that Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie called a truce in their custody fight during a meeting at her house and agreed to stop being messy in the media for the sake of the children. She apparently admitted she's been in the wrong. But... The buzz killers known as Gossip Cop claim it's not true. Yeah. So technically, uh, it's more of a Cold War situation, which thankfully Angelina has plenty of cashmere wraps and pashminas to keep her warm. Do you get it? Cold? Oh, my God. I get it. (laughs) I'll show myself out. I don't want to, but I get it. But like Brad would really go to Angie's house for a little get together. He knows she'd serve him some tea and that tea would be laced with weed and then he'd get drug tested and then custody would be hers. He's not dumb enough to fall for that. Or is he? Actually, he is. He might be. Ja Rule. So Ja Rule told Revolt TV's Drink Champs that he's proud of the Fire Festival. In case you don't remember, that was the Luxury Island Music Festival in 2017 that basically turned into Lord of the Flies. He's not ashamed of it and thinks it was a beyond brilliant idea. He says the end result is not what he envisioned and it would have been less of a mess if he hadn't trusted people with certain things. 
Of course he doesn't feel shame. He shouldn't. Like, but also... It was entertaining as hell. Yeah, we loved it. It was the most attention Ja Rule had gotten since he was releasing songs with Ashanti and J-Lo in the early 2000s. The only thing that I think he should be a bit of ashamed is, of is that... I've, I mean, I've seen family reunions better organized than the Fire Festival. So he should be a little bit ashamed that people were getting cheese sandwiches. No, and that's the thing. I don't think it's because he gave us entertainment. I mean, maybe not the people that went. Sorry to them. But we got entertained. And we all remember where we were when we first saw the picture of that luxurious meal, which, like you said, was a dry-ass cheese sandwich. Not even mayo. No, it was literally a slice of, like, craft slices on a piece of white bread. That's our moon landing. We'll always remember where we were. Yes. On to Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter's new girlfriend is an artist named Lena Valentina. And according to an Instagram post he made, he's finally found the love of his life. He also confessed that no woman has ever understood him like Lena has and promised to grow old with her and never fall out of love. She responded to him with a sickly sweet comment, and he responded to that with an emoji of an engagement ring. So some think they got engaged on Instagram. She responded to his little engagement ring with my love, followed by a kissy emoji. This is the love story of our time. It really is. You know, um, I've never heard of Lena Valentina until today. She sounds like what you'd get if Lena Dunham decided to start doing drag after watching season nine of RuPaul's Drag Race. So, Which I- is all the more reason... Well, no, you said Lena Dunham, so that's the reason not to propose to her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that should just be ground zero for him. But you know Hillary Duff is, she like r- let out a huge sigh of relief. Or no, did I- she? Because the true sign of romance is, you know, proposing on Instagram with an emoji. And that's the thing. I hope they get married on Instagram, too. And I hope they get divorced on Instagram. So Instagram should start working on a divorce papers emoji. Does Can Instagram issue marriage certificates? They should start. They should start, yeah. On to sad, some sad, sad, tragic news. Celine Dion, the Las Vegas residency queen herself, announced that after eight years at Caesars Palace, her show Celine is closing on June 8th, 2019. Her first Vegas residency played from 2003 to 2007. Both shows together made a total of around $640 million. And that's without the final ticket sales. So there's... Um, she said her like final block of tickets is going to be February 2019 to June 2019. So you know they're going to boost those prices up from I can't even imagine how much she charges already. Like well, ten, I saw I saw grand. Celine. I saw the sh- that the show Celine is the greatest rich. show I've ever seen. I was drunk as fuck, but still it was amazing. And I don't think she's done with Vegas. She's probably just work getting trying to get a new deal yeah she's gonna go somewhere else because she's been at uh caesar's palace for like both for all that time i i know she isn't gonna do this but i kind of hope that celine goes out like most people do when they put in their notice like just celine sitting on stage smoking doing some crowd work asking the audience if they've been to the heart attack grill and just killing two hours i know just phoning it in yeah but she pretty like i said she lives she's not leaving because she pretty much lives in vegas and if she leaves the lights will go out forever and if the lights go out forever the electricity company will lose hundreds of millions of dollars and people will lose their jobs and celine knows that people depend on her so she's she's there forever she's a benevolent angel on that note on that sad note we're uh we're done with the show but (laughs) if you have any tips or you want 
ad, uh, our advice on something, you can email us at DTP at delisted.com, DTP at delisted.com. And I can't believe we haven't changed that email address yet, but we haven't. So you can still email us there. Yep. What do you think it stands for this week? Uh, well, I always think that what dick taint, what do I say? Dick taint. Prostate? Poop hole, poop shoot. I mean, it all works. It all works. Yeah. So that's that. Bye. Bye.